No, Pele doesn't get his own flashback. Okay, we're we're gonna get a smack. He's gonna get smacked in the face for by Dad. Now then off. Good. He he deserves it. It was either me or the Dad. It's gonna smack this guy. He's not going back to college. He's going to play soccer for the Rockets in New York. Dad, had that hit my face, it would have really hurt. (laughs) The Rockers. The Rockets? Rockets. The Rockets. NY Rockets. Yeah, the NY Rockets. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And Santos, the guru. I mean, the great thing about soccer or internet, football is that you know the cosmos was huge in the 70s and i guess uh the galaxy was huge when uh, david beckham was playing in los angeles well yes but not okay but what other groups were there what other teams were there okay so there was a whole league like just like we have for football or for baseball now this was a bad time for soccer what a rude dude yeah see it's just so immature you know screw you dad I yeah. fucked up your window. Get, take that. I'm surprised he didn't play Billy Joel when he broke like the glass house. I'm moving out. <laughs> yeah, Under house. pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, good old working yeah. class Skyview Motel. Right. Now it is um the 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 funny farm. Oh, I got ads in four, three. Oh, damn it. Well, I'm going to just, uh, okay. I'm going to let it play until you get skip it. Three, two, one, skip. Right. You tell me when to skip. Uh, three, two, one, skip. Damn it. Okay. This isn't going to work. No, it's good. Oh, I got a couple seconds. Okay. I have a trainer coming in. A yeah. 1980s With- trainer. And you see the 1980s outfit she's wearing and she's got this- her boom box. <laughs> so wait a minute like when did they shoot this movie if it came out in 89 people no I mean, it didn't see that's the thing the internet disagrees it would be it, it, this was shot in 86 for sure but the right, internet okay. disagrees on the release dates i've got three and uh two are 1986 original release may of 86 u.s release november of 86 well then i got release date january 23rd 87 which is close to the November. I don't know. Uh, it's Mario Van Peoples. But what, do you think this is a TV movie? No, no. This real estate guy, uh, this this guy, this producer, his name was Steve Pappas, and he loved soccer. And you see, our director, his name's Richard King. Some call him Rick King. And he he came up with the story for Point Blank, that big, successful Keanu Reeves film. Yeah, that's a well, he came up with that. Like the, the movie's yeah. nuts. So, Let's have these guys surfing and robbing banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was his brainchild. He got paid for it. It gave him a little bullshit career. Okay, he did have. He directed Kickboxer Three, and he directed The Art of War: Terminal Justice, which was oh. a cyber sex action thriller. It was in the Art of War sequel with Wesley Snipes. Well, this is called. The Art of War, Terminal Justice. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, that's one. It's like rogue hostage. You have a hostage just wandering around. He's, he's rogue hostage. He's, he's missing. He's lost in the desert. He's just a rogue hostage. Um, he had an option on this. 
film called Traveler in 1997, but Bill Paxton just wanted to own it and direct it. He wanted this, you know, Rick King to walk away from the project, so he handsomely paid him a bunch of money. Uh, so Rick King's on top of the world now. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, he got this little career for coming up with the story for Point Blank. It, it, it wasn't, maybe it's still ongoing, and if he sees this on the internet, he's probably going to shoot me in my sleep. They made a remake of Point Blank, so, I mean, he must have made some money off of that. Wait, wait, uh, Point Break, excuse we, me, Point Break. Point, yeah, oh, uh, Point... Point what, what, Point Break? Point Blank. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, it's Point Break. I yeah. wrote that, Keanu Reeves, I wrote Keanu it down Reeves. wrong. Yeah. I'm going to correct it now, even though I'm throwing this in the garbage as soon as we're done. You know, you that, way, that way, yeah, it looks like someone you were goes correct. through the trash, they'll see point break. Who goes through your trash? My, my wife. Uh-huh. Okay, goes your now trash. look, on the left, this is the premiere first movie. That's Mary. She is the love interest. She's Penelope Ann Miller. Wow, Penelope Ann Miller. The, uh, yeah, we're talking about The Freshman, Awakening, yeah. Kindergarten Cop, The Loxy Blues. She went on to be other people's money, you know. She was married to Will Arnett from Arrested Development for one year. Um, anyway, this is her first film. Now, what's weird about this film, it's another thing I just hate about it. Oh, by the uh, way, he's mansplaining right now. He's teaching soccer. her how so Yeah. And wait, the girls don't like soccer. She's she's pretending, or do you think? Yeah, she's he's pretending. She, oh, Santos on a date. And the, so this this is so the hotel room has no Pele posters now. They have Santos posters. <laughs> right. Continuity lady, you're fired. Well, we're not reshooting. Well, you're yeah, right. well, you're still fired. Well, we have the movie's over. God damn it! <laughs> so check this out, Mike. This is when we'll see her, and now she'll go away for the whole fucking movie. Why? Why? Wait, so, so he now doesn't fight for her, or like right. uh, you that's know, right. He He's not going to hug her. him when he wins the championship. That's right. Oh, all right. This guy has it all. He's just, he gets to hang out with Pele. Pele, tell me your secrets so I can crib it and pretend I, I'm you. Okay. He doesn't care about some girl. He loves soccer. You know, I was thinking, you know, people who play soccer are serious about it. Like, they get really pissed off if you call it kickball. Try it sometime. Kickball? Oh, you play kickball. That's what they call it around the rest of the world, you know, kickball. Okay, we're the kickball. only ones. When that kickball goes rolling from the pitcher's mound towards the, <laughs> the whole face, I, I can feel my left foot like getting ready to kick it. That, I could... That's that's American kickball. If you go to another country, uh -huh. uh, soccer is kickball. They call it kickball. Gotcha. <laughs> no, but seriously, if there's ever anybody who just bumps into you in your life who's really serious about soccer, like they're talking about the World Cup or something, you right. go, oh, yeah, kickball. Love that game, kickball. The only thing I know about football, international football, soccer, is the world, uh, world, uh, the new world, what's the new order song, World in Motion. Remember they did a song for World Cup? I do remember New Order. Yeah, well, they one of the songs they did, you know, because there's always like a song every year when they have the World uh -huh. Cup. It's a big deal. World so. in motion. 
Yeah, like, but it was written and has like a kind of a soccer chant, like in the middle of it. Uh-huh. It's kind of like they wrote it for the World Cup. Isn't that cool? Well, yeah, good for them. Kudos to them. The only thing that I know about international soccer is (laughs) goal. You know that thing they play? There's some didgeridoo or some stupid thing. You hear that? It's awful. It's it's been years, but it's a yeah. Well, they play. You're you're just anytime you're watching soccer, you will hear the and it's like shut up already, drone. Do you like it? Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to be in a stadium again in my life, but yeah, it was fun while it lasted. All right. Well, I mean, does it set atmosphere? I think it limits atmosphere. Okay. I, it's kind of crazy. It would drive me crazy. Well, didn't they ban you see those the things? old computer? You see the old style computer interface? Yeah. It was. Oh, they green. called him in. Yeah, coach, you wanted to call me in before uh, the announcements of well, this uh, the is, draft. This is like a flip scene. Like he's going to be like, "You suck. You're awful. Welcome to the team." Oh, the old Jersey. I won't let welcome. You down, coach. Yeah. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Now, Welcome this to guy, New Jersey. I, this guy, when I first saw him, like the owner dude, yeah, I knew General Hospital because I watched General Hospital with Luke and Laura for like a year or some bullshit, and he was one of the characters. He was Brock. That's Brock sitting there. Brock's marrying Kelly, too. Oh. Was he affected by the weather machine, or was, it, was that before? You're right, after? Mike. That's exactly right. That's when I watched it. It was yeah. like an action-adventure film with love. Oh, those were the days. And then, like, in 86, he shot this movie in two days, and then in 89, yeah. it was released. Like I told you before, Paley was in this for 20 minutes. Like, they went and they spent a week with the guy in Brazil. It starts with, it's like a Bruce Willis movie. It starts with Bruce, and then at the last reel, Bruce shows up again. <laughs> okay, Pay- so that guy, that owner, right? He's going to be yeah. a big factor in this thing. And his name is David Grow. I guess it's G-R-O-H. Yeah, Gro- I saw that. Gro- Gro- so he was in, he was in Rhoda. And it was the eighth episode of Rhoda. He was going to marry Valerie Harper on the show. And it was like a, the highest rated episode of the decade. Wow. Yeah. And oh, how he, cool is this? You get to hang out at Giant Stadium. Yep. So this I is old Giant Stadium? Stadium? Yes. It's that, so weird. That's mind-boggling. I went to this stadium as a Boy Scout and got a tour of this and the horse racing track uh-huh. next door. And then uh, I've, I saw The Grateful Dead. You know, I, I in college, I went to The Dead Show. And uh, I was at a party before. Not bragging. I'm not bragging. Oh, I got an ad. Oh, damn it. I know. Well, whatever. You'll get an I ad don't have it. I don't have Oh, it. no, I'm back. I'm back. Don't worry. We'll, you, we'll sync up when you get your ad. Okay, so now they're announcing, hey, these guys are on the team. Jimmy's on the team. Jimmy's on the team. Did I say Jimmy twice? Let's see what So, So Jim Young plays Jim. But he, he, yes. But he lies. They're like, tell us, my, he goes, my my father's from the Grecian Islands. He's a fisherman. He's telling this big lie, like he there. He's not saying I'm, I'm a I'm a trust fund kid. He can't say I'm a rich kid, right? Well, he could, but oh, it's Vinny. Vinny is the other guy. The other guy will play into the plot when he gets what? No, don't, 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 Carl. What are you whispering to me? <laughs> what? No, 
I heard you. He's going to get don't paralyzed to on be... the field. God no, damn. You no. ruined the movie. Listen, I don't want it to be a spoiler. So I was just saying to you privately oh. in your You were ear, saying that he's going to get injured <laughs> on the field. <laughs> right. All right. Secrets. See. Oh. If you look at Vinny and the way he walks, it's very pelagic. You know, he just has the one pelagic. Okay. So, you know, he's going to get another one? Is what you're yeah, saying? he'll yeah. get a pair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. He will get a pair. A pair of allegiance. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay. Now you're on the team, right? Yay. Hey. On the team. Okay. You're benched. Come this on. Is all gone? So I have to clarify. I only went to grade four. So I was at a party in, in Montclair, right? Where we're from, where we graduated. And oh, not like, in Canada, Montclair, New Jersey. Yeah, in Montclair, New Jersey, home of Montclair State College. Not and Montreal. Was, and it was it was summer, and I said, Hey, I'm not really a, a Grateful Dead fan, but you know, some college friends wants to go and I want to experience it, so I'm gonna go. And the guy at the party looks at me and goes, Poser. <laughs> Look at Mario out. Van Peoples is going to give us, he's going to show off his body. Now, is he Jamaican I, in this movie? Yes, it's so obvious for him. Now, as you know, he was New Jack City. He directed yeah. the damn thing. And Posse. Yeah. Now, you know what a quality and film sets his hair. New Jack City was, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. His... And that's it. That's all he ever did. That's no, it. I, I disagree. This crap. Well, first off, he, well, you know, his father was Melvin Van Peoples. Yeah. Yeah, who was a great director, in my opinion. And then he, Mario Van Peoples directed, but he also acted throughout the 80s. He was in Jaws 3. He's in this movie. Yeah, see, that's the thing. He's in Jaws 3, 3D. 3D. Jaws 3D. He was in DC Cops. I just looked up what he was doing around this time, because everybody knows him. But he was in Jaws, The Revenge, Facts of Life Down Under, now, here's the outstanding film. It was Heartbreak Ridge. That was a huge major right. hit that year. So he was in a major. But all these other things, he was in Last Resort. But he directed a lot of movies. And he also, yes. didn't he direct yes, he the did. documentary that, about his father? Uh, I know he was in it, but I was under the impression uh, that he had directed it. I guess I didn't research that. I, the thing I is, would since have to everybody check. knows him, I just looked at what he was doing at this time because I considered this under his career, you know, right. but not at the time. It really is appropriate for. Now, do you think that? So that's him on the field. That's him on the field for real. He's really yeah. playing soccer. They all do. That's awesome. Yeah. So they get a workout and a movie at paycheck mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Wow. Yep. Life yeah, man, cool runnings, man. Cool runnings. So what hap- has happened here is it's, yay, you're on the team. Boo, you're benched. Why don't you ever put me in, coach? Sit oh, down. No. Shut up. Hey, hey, Carl, can I get a set? How come you never put me on your show? Listen, I came all the way. You got you to put me on the show, Carl. It's, I'm in New Jersey. I'm in East Rutherford. I'm at the Weekly Mike. You, you don't ever put me on. You, Come you on, put me, me up. Put me hey, up. Put me up. Shut up. You're going to get out. You're not ready yet. Your materials. You need work. Oh. How can I get work if I don't get up? <laughs> Whoa. Good one, Mike. Good one. Riddle me that, Batman. Well, I mean, I think this kid's going to do the same thing, but some comics will get like really upset they're not getting up. 
or that there'll be something that they'll get really angry. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, why won't you put me on your comedy? Ha ha. If everyone's funny and life is great. So, and it's like, <laughs> you got me, you got me cornered. You're, you're, uh, I, I really suck, but I got to put on a comedy show and I'm not going to put on some guy, you know, like, you know, you constantly ask me, well, how come I don't got, on? it's nothing personal. You know, I, there's funny. a lot of people. There's a lot of people. I get burned on shows all the time and I take it very personally. And I think the host is the reason. And then when I do a show and I can't get a, I have 50 people. Yeah. They just don't me. understand the pressures that I'm under. They don't yeah. get it. Listen, this open mic <laughs> in the scheme of things. Yeah. Right. Kevorkian's so, deli. It's uh. <laughs> so this movie is a metaphor for stand-up comedy. Oh, it's so much more enjoyable now. But the Ritz Carlton Hotel Room, what was that? Oh, you know, uh, I went to the Waldorf uh, Astoria and yeah. the commissary, and I ordered the Waldorf salad. And I said, Can you please put buttered crackers on top of the salad? And the guy looked at me and he goes, Where do you think you are, the Ritz? <laughs> okay, you see this? Yeah. Right. It's not our hero or anything. <clears throat> You see our heroes benched, and he'll really be pissed. Why can't the Rockers win? Look at the montage of him, like... Sitting? Yeah, look, right, there's a... There, you benched, benched. Hey, wait a minute. When you went and saw Pele, that was in the 70s. That wasn't at the time of that stupid didgeridoo thing. Right, no, that was uh, previous. You didn't go experience it that one day, and it was good. It was good. It was really exciting. And honestly, like, I do enjoy watching the World Cup on TV, especially when they just have the ads in the bottom of the screen and they don't interrupt the game. It's great. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I think this is, there's blackouts in this movie. You sure it's not for ads? No, they catch him right now. Okay, he's been caught in his lie that he's been telling the press about his humble beginnings. And he's and embarrassed. He's a fisherman. Like, he lives in a boat. Right. Now everybody finds out his father's this billionaire, you know. Huh. So they're pissed, you know. Yeah. Well, so they can, let they me, I told it. you about this direct. What's that? I was going to go on with some other bullshit. Yeah, no, tell me about the director. I want to know who he is. Well, that's it. Rick I told Rick? you everything. Rich, Rich King. Yeah, Rick. Rick, King. Rick it's Richard. He goes by Rick and there's another one here. It's not Dick. He's not he's not the Dick King. He's not Dick um, Ring. He's not Dick Ring. Well, okay, okay. He did a bunch of films you've never heard of, but he also did Kickboxer 3. He did The Art of War Terminal Justice. What year was that? Was it before or after 99? I don't, I didn't write it down because I'm a dick. I'm only asking because Wesley Snipes' movie was, I think, 97. Oh, so were they biting off of, I would not put that, but, you know, under. Okay, and then the other thing is one time he got a paycheck when he got to give away his part of Traveler to Bill Paxton. Right. And he got launched by writing the story for Point Break. And that's his story. Hey, oh, look, locker room hey. interviews. So that, interview? Now it's like, tell me about why your father's rich. We really don't care about you, but but we're your father's rich. 
Tell me about your father, the rich one, the billionaire. He can't get a break. Yeah, the pressures he's under. This is such an immature film. Yeah, I'm from Greece. Yeah. I'm Listen, from the, Greece. the question, yeah. I don't want to tell the press how, how to do their job, but the question the press should be asking is, how come I'm benched? How come I'm not playing out in the right. field? Hey, Carl, how, put me on. How come you don't look, put me on? Look, he's looking at how the other half lives now. I promise you. It's you the very that? 80s. Yeah. Look, that Rolls Royce right there, that uh -huh. was budget. I'm sure they didn't buy it outright. I'm sure they just rented it from a car place of, that does films. Where did they get the mansion? It's a, it's a location. Yeah, so maybe the location has a Rolls Royce. Remember on Fishburgers, I put on a George Bush mask and I stood in front of the White House. It was just some lady's lawn. We were on her driveway and it was shot up so you could see the pillars. The public access TV show we did for New Jersey Cablevision. Everybody knows that, Michael. Yeah. You know, 15 minutes will save you 15% on car insurance. Everybody knows that, Michael. Oh my God, he fell. That was a good stunt. Okay, so what? are having now is the stupid drama of Ooh, a video things game are machine. falling up everything sucks i'm Did gonna it, drink the bartender had a red shirt do you think he's red from the two bar two bar <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah is your mother there i'm yeah. gonna wreck your brain out and get you. if you make one more laundry related pun I'll come over here, but uh, <laughs> that's like it. you out to dry. <laughs> laundry vest, detective laundry basket. <laughs> now you're mixing up my bit with the two bar. I like that. Check out that outfit he's wearing. So he's, I, I think I had that outfit in the 86, right? Look at the tapered yeah, well, it's, short it, sleeves. You can tell there's a Miami Vice thinness to it. Like those pants are. This is. This this movie does remind me a little of Miami Vice because it does have the fast like MTV like music video editing sometimes. No? <laughs> look at that slow dissolve we just saw. <laughs> oh, so look, he's what he's telling the story. Who's yeah, this he's, is part of the 20 minutes, the two well, weeks. Who's he, look, he's telling Santos. All he's right. Telling he's he got in there. Pele thought he would help him with his tomato garden. He starts talking about how he was he joined the Rockets. And Maybe, then they're in their living room. How many hours have passed? We saw them both in the afternoon in the garden. And now they're in his living room with a light on. It's no, evening. He's no, a story that's been coming on for six hours. All right. Maybe you're right and I'm wrong. I, tell I you, think he, that's why yeah. I was hesitating because he does learn stories, but parts of it. But okay, okay. All right, here's more of the story. And then what? We're going to cut back and they're going to be in the morning making breakfast in the kitchen? Like, I mean... I'm done with Hobbit, as he's doing. <laughs> they're uh, quilting. A, 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 <laughs> right. They're quilting. Knitting. Knitting. So, listen, look how, like, unimagined these... Okay, like, look, you see the time they must have spent on that shot? It's because he gets a second... Allies. No, he gets a Vinny. He gets a second le plegic. <laughs> he gets a second plegic. But what I'm saying is they should have spent the time on making soccer look fabulous, making it look fucking sporty and you know the right angles and you know I'm you're sure. running over the camera. 
I'm sure they do, but they probably do it late into the film. Like, you know, I'm paying money to see a Pele. I want to see Pele, who I love, on a big screen. I want to see some Pele up front, which they provide. But you won't see... see Pele in a game, but you will see him do his soccer thing, and it is good. Oh, man. Other guy is really injured. Because, because listen, I can only feel my head. I can only feel my head. Could you get your hands off me, please? He says that? <laughs> no. I wish yeah. that. I go, I can't feel my body, but I can feel my head. Do you, could you stop pushing on my Is forehead? That... I'm tired. I'm just going to sleep this off. Really? They're operating on his backside. We've been here all day to show that we... Right. We've been waiting. I've been drinking this cup of coffee for six hours. Sip. <laughs> Tell me he's going to be okay, Coach. Now, do you think that was a new formula of Coke, the Coke can, or was it the original Coke? Or was <laughs> that the Coca-Cola Classic song? That's I think that the classic Coke and the you know new Coke disaster, I think that was uh, an 80s thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see an eighties movie and you know, you know how you see like pull caps and, and yeah, movies. Right. They'll they'll have like a, a Coke can and it was before new Coke got introduced and before classic Coke got reintroduced. Right. It was just Coke. Yeah. yeah. Coke. And you ever see in the way old movies they would have a pull tab, it wouldn't click. It would right. pull off and they like a grenade and they'd fling it. They'd fling it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Old beers. Okay, now we're gonna have the most immature scene ever. He's like, "Hey, you better put me. You better stop benching me." And he goes, "Hey, shut up, you. Mind your bit. No, I'm not taking no for this. You're gonna play me." So this is where the comic corners the producer, right? The producer's <laughs> going to his car, or, or he's trying to take the bus. I got two minutes the bus is coming, and then I got another one in 40 minutes. You got to just shut up. It's a showcase. You can't get up. <laughs> You've been hounding me. Why would I reward you? That's the thing, right? He's hounding this guy. Hey, man, you, you got to make me go in front of the public and act like he, not an asshole. I'm being an asshole. And, but you right. think of people he, who are not an asshole. Yeah, behind the scenes is an asshole. They get up there and go, hey, folks. Yeah, it's a comedy show. I'm telling ha-ha jokes. I'm, I'm doing sports. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's what's going on here. He bothers him too much. He's like, fuck it, man. You have a two-month suspension. You're out of here. Leave me alone. You know? So he is. He's suspended for two months, and that will get him to, I'm going to my guru, Pele. This movie sucks. So this rich kid, yeah, he rejects his family, but right. he still keeps the car. He pretends he's, he's not he's, right. he's in the car. So he, he gets a career, and he's being benched, and then he corners the coach right now. And you he better says, play me. That's it. That's one month detention. Right. You say right. another word, it's two months of detention. Word. Right. No, but they usually say word. Oh, that, that, that's it, two months. <laughs> you know, um, our celebrity comedian countdown this time was a longtime partner of yours, you know. Oh, and it was, it was you, calling me. Huh? Yeah. When you first called me and said, I got a longtime partner, I was like, please let it be laundry basket. Please let it be laundry basket. But no. No, it was calling. Yeah. 
<laughs> Colin's a lot easier to work with. Absolutely. Uh, and he responds when you, do you have you ever heard Colin make a laundry related, related pun? No, because if he did, <laughs> he would know I would get depressed and steam. All right. Well, this is great. Oh, so he just—he's done. Go on sabbatical. Suspended for two months. This is really giant stadium parking lot the way it used to look. So, yeah. Now, see, we this 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 film is just full of. He's a lunkhead. They didn't need to do that. Look what he's doing. It's just good. He's like a little. This is his hotel room, right? Yeah, smash it. Ooh, throws a chair. Santos. See, why is he ripping down San? Because he's going to get an epiphany. But he's, yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right. But but the, I, that doesn't negate what I was saying. This is a totally immature scene with he's him. Blowing... He should have just stayed no, on the bench. Like in a, in a smart film, you'd be seeing a character study of an immature person, right? Surrounded by mature people. But no, this is badly acted and a stupid story it's all immature now do you remember bill uh bill murray did a movie it was a remake the razor's edge and the razor's edge it was not a comedy right right and it was based on like a 40s film and the premise is this guy's like a total arrogant asshole but he goes climbs the highest mountain to uh be taught you know to, to get an epiphany to, to achieve it so i guess that's what he does he goes to pele so he has money, like, I guess he's selling his car right now? This yeah, really and they're going to rip him off, essentially. They're going to give him, like, $3,000, and, like, in it's, like, $23,000 car, and in 1986, that was $23,000. Wow. So. Oh, the window's money. dirty. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but this window's filthy, see? It looks all right, Rick. It's frustrating. I'm like, I need the money right this second. I don't have papers. The reason is he's going to get on a plane and go to Brazil. But the thing is, this is also totally immature. Why wouldn't you take a day, figure your shit out, pack your bags for Christ's sakes? Why is it emergency? I got to learn right now. I got to learn right now. I got kicked off a dream job of selling my dad's car. Or my car. Right now, know. he's like saying, like, yeah, you got a drug problem, and he's doing this. He really is. You know, it's weird because when the movie first starts and the guy arrives in Rio de Janeiro and he gets robbed. Where? Where did he arrive? Rio de Janeiro. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, but he, you don't, we don't know who he is, and he gets robbed, and we're like, this guy sucks. And then he, yeah. when he tells his story, he says, I'm a really rich guy. From a rich family, and then you go, Well, that explains how he got from Rio de Generic over to fucking Pele's house because money's no object. I mean, if I got my wallet taken, I'll be like, Fuck, I have everything in there, you know, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Don't you, do credit cards they existed in '86? Yes, Fuck. yeah, probably had some traveler's checks. Now he's bringing up soccer. And he's saying, I told you, no soccer. Oh, right. Well, we didn't, I didn't come to see this movie to see uh, Pele do soccer. So thank you.
What is he squeeze? Is that a corn husk? Or... He's choking a chicken. Now, how did Pele do stuff like this before when he was a recluse without a helper? Oh, you mean like cut a, a saw a tree then? He's yeah. waiting for somebody to show up. They're burning sticks. So are they going to play soccer with the shirt team against the shirts? <laughs> or the skins? <laughs> they're, they're skins. Now they're the shirts. Gold, gold, gold. It's like a thing of wine. That is a wine jug. It is a wine jug. They each got their own. It's, it's filled with water. So now he's like, yo, Pele, dude, you know, what are you, what are you doing here? You got all this fame. It's down the mountain. It's down there. You got to, you know, come on. You earned it. By the way, Pele was absolutely not a recluse in real life. Uh, right. And he was married several times. He fathered many children. Let me read it. His real name is Edson Arantes. Do Nascimento, which everyone knows is Pele, is short for, you know, oh, Pele. For Pele. Yeah. Yeah. He, Brazilian former professional football player who played as a forward, regarded as one of the greatest players of all time, labeled the greatest by Faita. He was among the most successful and popular sports figures in the 20th century. Now, in this film, Pele's 47 years old, and he's really fit, you know. Um, we're going to see him play soccer here. And you can, you're going to see why he was a phenomenon. He really could uh, carry himself well. Um, in 1977, he retired from playing. He made a few movies. He had plenty of girlfriends. He fathered seven children from four women. You hear me, Mike? You're over there. I see the mute. Fathered seven children. Seven children among four women. Four women. That's um, 2011. He consolidated his brand under Legends 10. Began to make a steady income via globe-trotting appearances, pitching himself on behalf of many sponsors. Uh, sports article, Sports Illustrated article. Paley uh, has many financial issues and everyone wants a piece of him. I don't know. He's still anyway, alive? Why call him Santos? I think yes. <clears throat> I think yes. So this um, guy's what? He's depressed, right? He's like, hey, I just want to talk to Santos. Uh, it's Santos' anniversary. When he quit, Today's the day he uh, kicked the ball 10 years ago. Uh, why won't he talk to me? You know what? Fuck you guys. You guys ain't nothing without us parasites. I hope you guys die in a ditch. You won't see me in this movie ever again. You know, when Meatloaf died, his children put him in the refrigerator. Uh, uh, you know, leftovers. Like, well, yeah, right. He was much better the next day. Oh, cold meatloaf, like after a night of drinking. That's oh, that's great. Fabulous. Some white bread and mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, white bread, mayonnaise, and cold I mean, everyone talks about cold pizza, but cold meatloaf, all the the grease is hard. Oh, that's good stuff. It, it gets to the point, I'll make a meatloaf, and I'll <laughs> sit down, and I'll eat it. It'll be bubbling. I'll be like, this could taste great cold the next day. The next six days, I can't wait to eat this. I was saying to my friend, I was like, meatloaf? I never even saw him in person, let alone meet him. 
Is that Lou? good? Is no. That good? no. I'll just, don't do that at the open mic. Meatloaf? I've never even seen. All right. Fuck that shit. Cary Grant? I can't even lose them. Waka waka. Oh, here I got a joke. Uh, and now for the weather, it's the Beatles. Nothing you could say that can't be said. Wait, nothing you could do that can't be done. It's windy. It's windy. <laughs> they, meteorologists, the Beatles. But the, but the thing is, that's all the joke has. You got to go all the way through this. I don't even know the words. I don't know the words. It's I thought you would. Aren't you a Beatle man? I don't know the words. Right. I screwed it up at the beginning. <laughs> I guess I could just go, it's windy. Yeah. And that's but, it. I don't know if people will know it from the middle, you know? Right, I have to set it up. Oh, man, fuck this joke. Did you hear about the, the Beatles vegan restaurant? Nothing is veal? <laughs> nothing is veal. Yeah, it's nothing is veal. Strawberry fields? Yeah, right. He goes, nothing is real, but... That's a stretch of a joke. Stretch what? Do you think that's a stretch of a joke that the Beatles plant-based restaurant for, for baby cows is called Nothing is Veal? You said that it's a stretch of a joke? <laughs> God, I've never ca carried a setup that heavy. Oh, got to water the plants. Yeah. Sorry, a couple of... His job at Pele's house, keeping up the place. He's watering plants. Oh, dust off that box. Uh oh, open what that box. Soccer ball. Tried condoms. Holy shit. A stash of weed. <laughs> Photos of his seven children. Right. We love you, Daddy. Oh, I don't want to make fun of that. I guess that's probably his real number. I don't know. Does that look like it's the right Tuesday? That's what I'm saying. Like, was Paley's number? I mean, and Santos's number clearly. Now he's got something planned for that soccer ball, Mike, and we're gonna have to see the big reveal now. I love how they have knives. Like the only tension Not in this yet. scene. Okay. Look, hey, Paley, heads what? up! Heads up, <laughs> Paley! Uh, right. Come on, you liked it, Paley. He goes. It's Wait a memory. Minute. Memory muscle. Whee! Oh, he hit sloth. Hit one of those I told you no soccer. I have machete. That's what I'm saying. Like they get into an argument, and the only interest as a movie experience is that they're carrying machetes while they do. Yeah, it. yeah. I've been there before too. It's kind of creepy. Uh, like um, sometimes you'll see in a movie or something hunters starting to have a disagreement. But they're right. like, you know. But do you remember the last time we had an argument and we were both holding machetes? <laughs> that was in the cockpit jungle in Jamaica. We were on our yeah. way to Nine Mile. Bob Marley's great. Yeah. Well, I was saying that I, I uh, also like other groups, and you guys an argument. Wow, acting. All right, that's it. We're on the 18 minute mark of Pele's appearance. All right, <laughs> look, he's reminiscing. Look, he's looking at photos. Yeah, this kid is playing with his head, you know. Look, number 10 of what I was right. Real. Footage. And that's real Pele footage, right? Yes. But they they tinted yes. the number? No, so his number was 10. Yeah, I guess, yes. I see it on multiple different team uniforms, right? Yeah. I mean, unless they, you know, they must have personally colored, uh, colored each cell. 
Let me tell you about soccer around the time of this movie. Sure. Uh, it was kind of a bad time for soccer. <clears throat> this movie is maybe a little ill-timed. Um, released in 87, another source claims. Okay, three years earlier, right? North American Soccer League, that's the famous soccer league with the Cosmos. Pele, Beckenbauer, Best, and Krufel. I, I don't know those other people besides Pele. But this, it died. The soccer league died. Imagine, like, the National Football League just saying, all right, we're out of business, right? No more games. Now, you say National Football League. Was this more like the XFL? Do you remember that from 20 years ago? No, this was, this was the real soccer league that was nationally televised. It was wow. the franchise. And it was one year away from winning. Uh, they would host the 1994 World Cup. Uh, and that was like, apparently we had a very embarrassing game in which we got our asses beat. The Americans got whooped by whoever they played. Um, so it's a bad time for soccer. That's what's in people's minds. You know, the soccer league died and we went to the Olympics, embarrassed ourselves. Right. Because football, soccer has always been like a, the world sport. And then yep. America is like, you know, we have football. Yeah. So now we're getting, uh, you know, it's not exactly a, yeah, well, they just do a lot of quick cuts. They're not playing a song and they are playing a song though. Yeah, but you could hear the bonks of the head, like the soccer sets. This reminds me of my favorite uh, Nintendo game, Rusty's Baseball, where you have to. uh, Okay, now look, Pele, okay. But Jimmy, Jimmy is competing with, he's, he's keeping up. You see what I'm saying? Right. He had some soccer chops, and he had to get ready for this film. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of Pele. Yeah, especially in front of a camera recording it. <laughs> I don't think he was motivated. I'm not going to embarrass myself in front of Pele. You just had to do it for the part, you know? You're a soccer player. You got to bring that to the role. Look at, look at his tits. Yeah, he has great cleavage today. Now, this is a wet t-shirt concept. Now, this is the best success this guy, you know what I mean? He's the star of a film, uh, and it was Pele, and it was really released in, you know, the world. <clears throat> was it a bomb? I don't have, I don't have yeah. information on that. And I Do you think Pele, Pele Mania had waned by that point? No, Pe- no, Pele was, was king shit hit famous at this point he did he did uh retire in 1977 you know right but still that's you know it's less than a decade he's on people's minds right and he is the greatest soccer player ever so you know and i would pay money to see him just fucking around with the soccer ball which he's yeah doing. which he's doing yeah why now is he carrying ball, why is he carrying the guy he's training know. Right. I think Yoda is the one who should be carried. Yeah, right. Yoda should not be carrying Mark Hamill on his fucking back. Or it's back. So, the the, the alarm. The alarm did the opening song. You might remember it. Come on down and And meet meet your maker. Come on down and make your stand. Come on. Come on. Down. Come on. Come on. 
Uh, this song they did, it's, it goes, oh, 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 oh. it was on the radio for a little while. <laughs> Whoa, what is love? That's, right. That's exactly anyway. what I hear. No, but I hear Howard Jones. That's Howard right. Jones I'm saying. Howard yeah. Jones. I agree. And I didn't hear it in the day when it was a hit by the stand, but looking back at it and hearing this in this room, yeah. I was like, hey, eh, does anybody love anybody? Anybody? Holy shit. So one, one of the aspects of bad movies I love is when they use real televised crowds uh, as part of the movie plot. Like where there's a parade that happens to be going yeah. through town, or roll them. Roll them. Okay, it's guys. Value, Fred. You're rooting for the Rockets, and you they're against the other team, the made up team. But yeah, these are real people playing soccer. I, I mean, I love watching soccer. It's fun, you know, and you can zone out and shit like that. If soccer had commercials, breaks for commercials, it would be a hit. No, I think I think that's the reason why I, I like soccer because there's no commercials; they just run the ads on the bottom of the screen. And but I mean, the 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 television networks, you know, the NBCs, the CBS Sports, they would if they could monetize soccer, they would make it popular. Well, they did. They they had ESPN and they had other network uh, satellite cable in the, during this time show it or like close cat or you know pay you pay for view. But you, you were able to get, and there was like other, you would get channels that would air, usually air soccer in other countries. You would try to get access on cable for them. Like you would get, you know, a foreign channel just because they air soccer. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then ESPN, I mean, uh, the sports one, ESPN. ESPN. Uh, yeah, it starts having soccer games. and. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, you see, I'm talking about like making it as big as American football or as big as baseball. Right. See, when you watch football, like within a minute, you're seeing ads, you're seeing commercials. And it, it, every when you go to the inning breaks for the baseball, they do the commercials. You know what I mean? If soccer could, like maybe halftime is 10 minutes and it's solid commercials. I don't know. There's got to be a way to. Well, usually don't the commercials pop up when there's like a timeout or like. Yes. Uh, you know, if there's, it seems like there's a second of delay of gameplay, they're like, we'll be right back. It's nothing you about Progressive. Yeah. Well, it was antics. Flo's the Ford F 150. It's so funny, Flo for Progressive being like uh, wearing masks and doing Zoom calls to like uh, <laughs> walking into Target without a mask, yelling at people. It really <laughs> changed throughout the pandemic. She was for, uh, quarantining and then she went anti-vax and the whole thing just went nuts. <laughs> but she did okay. save me a lot we're probably gonna see the bicycle kick now oh we're not okay the last thing that pele will teach you know the guru right. will teach the grasshopper is the the bicycle kick is and he like bruce wayne like a rich kid who went to to find some some other culture and like can you please you know like in batman know? begins yeah huh. like yeah, and then it was uh, it was Liam Nielsen, right? Yeah, hey, this is my favorite scene. He goes, "You're fired, Jim." <laughs> I don't. It looks like they actually laugh. <laughs> he gives him a ticket. He's like, "You're fired, Jim." 
and they laugh. I think like it was just ad libbed or something. Yeah. Huh? Gotta do some aerobics. Okay, here it comes. This is the button. Boom! You see how he jumped and fell on his back, almost like he flipped. And he used one foot to kick it and propel it in a very targeted, you know, line drive way. That was his famous. He used uh, the sand to buffer himself. It wasn't like the hard grass or the sidewalk or the cement. Well, I mean, he did it on the field. That was his signature thing. Almost nobody could do it. So he's he goes, teaching his secret. Yeah, that's right. Try one. So Jimmy goes, oh. Crash. That was funny. No problem. You can do it. Remember when he woke him up and said, let's play soccer, and Jim was just wearing his underwear? Yes. Yeah. I, I thought we should bring that up. Remember the scene where he puts the blast shield on him? And just stretch out your feelings. Feel the ball. Bonk! On his head. <laughs> I, I think I, I felt it that time, Sensei. Here we go. Watch it go. Kick! And that would be a goal, you know what I mean? He would, like, be running down the field, and then he'd turn around, and the goalie would be like, the fuck are you doing? And then, pow! pow lightning the goalie left. would say, oh, no, here comes Pele. He's looking right straight at me. Wait a minute. He's not looking straight at me anymore. He's 180 degrees away from looking away from me. <laughs> oh, he flipped. But he kicked it. You know, he made contact, and it went in the direction. Uh, are they going to finally kiss? No. Pan Am. Dick King do that. Yeah, Pan Am, RIP. So how did he get afford to get the camera up there in the sky? <laughs> now, is this which airport? That was Newark, LaGuardia, or JFK? Uh, well, it would probably be Newark, but I, it doesn't look like Newark, and I don't remember it looking like that. Yeah. Now, he's at the hospital with Jimmy, and he's Vinny. Uh, with Vinny. And he's basically learning, like, the team's kind of screwing him, you know. <clears throat> Let's see, Vinny. Vinny played Eddie Kramer, a lifeguard, on the first two seasons of Baywatch and the reunion movie in 2003, as well as numerous daytime roles, most notably Frankie Brady on Days of Our Lives and A.J. Quartermain on General Hospital. Now, he was just a little kid. I right. saw him, AJ. Oh, that's so, crazy. So he knew Brock from being on the set of General Hospital. I think the casting director knew a lot, knew Brock as well, as well as like everyone from the soaps. Yeah. There's a lot of soap actors in this movie. Yep. That's why it's so squeaky clean. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Young's, uh, he, okay, I, I poo-pooed his movie career, and maybe I should have, uh, but he was, okay, he was in Wise Guy, season four, episode Point of No Return. He portrayed Benson in Babylon, Babylon 5, episode, and the sky full of stars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he has a mini career. But he wise, wise guy has such a cult. Like I know people who, well, I, I, you know, you can. There's a box set of it, but I, I had the opportunity to watch every episode. They're, they're intense. Like so, I yeah. wouldn't remember. I didn't make it to that, that far though. 
Listen, if you buy all the individual DVDs of Wise, I mean, it adds up. It adds up. But if you buy the collection, you save money. I mean, you're a wise guy. That's pretty wise, guys. So he's saying, hey, look, I just talked to Vinny. Oh, no. No. Hey, sorry. I was yelling at the parking yeah. lot at your car. Yeah. You told me I had two months attention. There's Brock. There's Brock. The what? Hey, whoa. He, goes, he jumped hey, right on the I went and I talked to Vinny. You know, and I was thinking maybe you could give him a job in your organization. Come on, Brock. Remember the good old days? Yeah. Brock, I just jumped over the fucking escalator. Isn't that cool? And now yeah. I'm talking to you like nothing I'm happened. An athlete. Like it's nothing I talked to you. Yeah. We're at Giant Stadium. I remember that. And I, I also saw the dead. Uh, I wonder if we were there the same night. That would have been pretty good. I, I swear to God, it was everyone I knew in high school was in the parking lot. And they're like Spiegelman, what a poser! I only went, uh, you know, it was an experience. And yeah. I, I, hey, listen, I we all grew up on the dead. We, yeah, we wanted to listen to it, or it was played in front of us for sixteen years. You know, give me a fucking break. So now it's like, yeah, you're special. We're so glad you're home oh, without your legs. Hey, quick! We need your legs when you got wheels. Am I right? Come on down, Vinny, before we do the pasta commercial. <laughs> now, there was a computer game called Hotshot. It was released in 89. It was published by Gremlin Graphics Software Limited. And oh, it was Amiga Amistrad, Atari S. I was going to say. Commodore 64. Commodore 64. That smells like, I bet you there's video of it on uh, YouTube. Yeah. I find the... the... Uh, hot shot, a soccer game which two teams try to win the match. Adjustable options are numbers of players, time on halftime, and the AI level. So it's just a flat-out soccer game. Yeah, and it doesn't say that it was this movie's soccer game, you know? Was it endorsed by Pele? No. I don't know. It doesn't. The internet doesn't say. <clears throat> what caught my eye is you search for hot shot, 1989 because that's what the youtube led me to believe it was and right. when you do this computer game is the topic so hey. i was like wow they had a computer hey welcome home we got your mom's lasagna and your aunt betty if you know what i'm saying hey look we got these stairs for you Vinny. look right here in front of you some well, this, stairs this, this is what i think you say you call him immature i think the guy is like he's saying like he goes, Vinny goes, hey, who paid for all this stuff? And they said, oh, we did a collection. And the rest was, you know, his dad. And he's like, yeah, all right. So it was my dad. And he goes, well, I don't want to have a charity, right? Uh -huh. So maybe let's jump ahead. So he's going to push to get Vinny a job. Yeah. Vinny, soccer is his life. So yeah. if Vinny could work in the soccer industry, his right. life might feel better. Right. And I think that's very notable. But what our heroes noble, says, noble. Notable. No, no, noble. Very noble. And notable. Like, you know, people should bring oh. it up in conversation. All right. Make yeah. note of that. Mark that. One. A little one that's noted. And then down below there's a footnote. Um, but what he says to the to the, the owner, he says, you give Vinny a job and he works as long as he wants. All right. Yeah, he goes. He doesn't. He doesn't want charity. He says, which is accurate. He doesn't want charity. He's. He feels chafed that you know, uh, uh, our hero bought Jim bought all this shit for him. He does. He wants to earn it. So if he had a job in the industry, he'll be working as himself, 
and he earned it. That means he can get fired at any time because he's working at a job. But what he, what our hero Jim says is not only do you give him a job, but he let him work as long as he wants. <laughs> so now it sounds like charity, you know. And it, oh I like, yeah, I don't want charity. He doesn't give want charity. He just wants a job. But you're saying give him a job, and you know what? Let him work as long as he wants. Can't fire him. Now this coach is our Star Trek connection. Oh yeah, it was about time. He played Admiral Taldman in Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode The Die Is Cast. And he was Star No. (laughs) Deep Space Nine. And uh, he was Starfleet Commander in Chief in Star Trek Five, Six, The Undiscovered Country. And I'm like, how can he be two different characters? He was the other guy in Deep Space Nine. That's That's why I'm asking for him. Trekkies and trekkers pay a fucking attention to that. Yeah, pay a lot of attention to that. All right, the rockers. Hey, do they win? <clears throat> so, the, how do you, how do you think okay. they made this movie? So, I mean, this is pretty impressive. Look, he comes back. He's off the bench, right? Kind of by a fluke. He was being patient. So now we're going to get to see uh, his fucking skills. He stole Black Man's dance move. Right? He took he, no, stole... he ran forward. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean like he he ripped off Pele. He ripped off Pele's moves. Oh, Pele is a black soccer player. You're so pretty. Yeah. Hey, oh my god, so uh that really is the old fuck so that doesn't exist okay. anymore. So we know we have no, that's there's another stadium uh, right on top of it. Jimmy Hoffa still lays beneath. So <laughs> we like this kind of thing. We should have seen it in the beginning and him, like when he was doing tryouts, you know, they spent the money on his finale things. Look at the Egyptian who used to hate him. Loves him. Yeah. His moment of shine. So now he, he kind of fluke got in, he's doing his Pele skills and it's paying off. Everybody's, you know, he's bringing the rockers to winning. Now, so this is like one of those movies where the newspaper headlines and the sports announcers lead, yeah. uh, tell the story. Yes. Well, I mean, aid the story, yes. Yeah. But also we got like a lot of imagery like this. Oh, look, Sports Illustrated. Poor Vinny. All right, he's sidelined. Down he's, he's... This film is immature. This was an immaturely written film. It has base, stupid emotion. I'm. I feel sad. I can't play anymore. Ooh, look! New York Times. He made Sports Monday. That's pretty impressive. And he I, made. Uh, oh, look, Pele. Pele's just watching this out. Think about that, though. He's in the deep heart of Brazil, like not even Sao Paulo or something, and he's got. He's looking at his his subscription to the yeah. local Giants. You know, but every everybody in, everybody in his town plays soccer. You saw the kids playing soccer. So soccer, there's going to be a sports section in the local paper. Oh, look, Vinny's drinking. Yep, that's right. And so it's going to be like, hi, I'm up in and positive, almost negative, almost the opposite of myself in this whole film. Yeah, well, I'm drinking. What do you think about that? That's okay. It's all right. See ya. It's, it's like- it's a dichotomy, you know, like you got your Thompson twins and you got your Bruce Springsteen. They're yeah. two different things. Yeah. 
So I can't believe they, they got Vinny up to like they got a ramp and then they brought him up to the sixth floor. <laughs> Listen, this is a dichotomy. Listen, guys, I, this is not about what our podcast is about, but I just want to say be nice to your economy while it's alive. All right. I mean, one day uh-huh. it's just going to, you know, dichotomy. So in the living years, be nice to economy. Yeah. It's sooner or later, and they everyone tends to do the, the dichotomy. He goes, look, I'm an arrogant sports team owner. I'm what? Yeah, my business holding, guy, right? Right, he's holding court while he's working out. Yep, yep. And uh, this guy's like, hey, Vinny's job, Vinny's job. And he's like, eh, don't got any more room in my organization. So he's going to be a prick, like he's going to single-handedly just be like, listen, give Vinny a right. job, give Vinny a Do job. you remember the lesson he learned at the car bugging the coach? Do you think he learned that lesson? No, he no. did not. He is going to bully this Brock motherfucker all the way to, like, a, the team doing a, a boycott. Yeah. yeah. A strike. Hey, I want you to replace the kid. No, I, I'm not. I, I think the kid has a point. What? We're on strike. I am Spartacus. Uh, there we go. Up and down. Oh, look, 1979. Well, that's an old poster. I am Sportahug. I am Soccer Kiss. <laughs> Football. Football. The rest of the world calls it kickball. You ever see uh, the rest of the world, the movie was called The 51st State, but Formula 51 has Samuel L. Jackson and Meatloaf and uh, Robbie Coltrane uh, from Trainspotting and their big finale is at a soccer match where uh, uh-huh. ultimately they give Meatloaf in a, a, in a chemical that blows up Meatloaf. So they have like a soccer game and it was like a big deal for, uh, and then the, the box blows up in blood. But no one cares because they're watching the soccer game. <laughs> How did he get out there? You know what I mean? Actually, yeah. no, he could have. He could have easily. He could have not. First off, the, the owner said, hey, whatever, man. We'll, we'll talk about Vinny after the big game tomorrow. I think he should go home because of the big game. And what does he do? He fucking hangs out. And they allow him to hang out at the stadium the night before. Go home and get some rest, dude. Look, he's got pen tennis balls on his shirt. You remember that, Mike? Like, yeah, I remember like that. it started to pen, sure, but they started to have logos on shirts for the first time in the mid '80s, right? I mean, we never had that growing up in the '70s. There was that well, joke one, Mister. Bubbles. Oh, right. Mr. Bubbles. Yeah. But we had that weird 70s had weird t-shirts. So they're either Keep homemade custom trusting. ones, like the right. iron ones that have like yeah. Carl Rocks. Yeah. Or they'll have like weird designs or Mr. Bubble. And but there was like Perrier, I guess. There, Look at that. Izod, I think, kind of like helped commercialize stuff. Look at Brendan Burn Arena. Brendan Burn Arena. You saw and where the was, trucks part. I've been uh, in here a couple of times. I also saw David Bowie's Glass Spider Tour here in yeah, the Old Stadium. Yeah, great, great. Nothing like David Bowie performing to us. No, he did this song. It's called "Up the Hill Backwards" it, from that tour. 
Like, okay, the reason I love that tour is I loved all those classic albums, those German periods and yeah. everything. But then when it was Glass Spider, remember, he's young. He's young. He's 40s. Right. You know what I mean? So we heard those old Ziggy Stardust stuff, but with today's rocks, set, you know. I agree. He did Time, and I was like, I yeah. love this song. Yeah. So, yeah, it was fun. But, you know, it was a stadium tour with, with like, a lot of elaborate stuff on stage. So right. either you could see it or you could kind of see it. It was still a spectacle. What about cool. the globe? Did he have the big globe? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. the glass fighter, I guess. No. Uh, oh, no, he had the glass globe, but he had, like, different other structures, I think. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was, like, an egg-shaped. Yeah, right. Yeah, above. No, but... um. At the beginning of maybe it was a different David Bowie show. At the beginning, there was this huge globe on the stage, and he was singing. And when he got to one important part in the song, right, he punched it, and we found out it was like a beach ball kind of globe. Oh and wow! It launched into the audience. I'm sure it happened. I'm sure it was the same tour. They had a lot of stuff like that. That's cool. They, yeah, they played in the crowd. Oh, so halftime. Shut up about Vinny. Just yeah. play the game. Play the fucking game. We're just going to be fucking trouble. Don't make my accountant walk behind me. Oh, too late. <laughs> Smithers. Smithers? Yes, sir, yes, Mr. Bond. Yes, yes, Mr. Bond. <laughs> oh, For years, man has desired to blot out the sun. For years, man has contrived a way to blot out the sun. <laughs> I'm watching this classic, like, hanging out at a giant stadium. Yeah, and you see, like, this is just sort of like, they just had the cameras going. I, I really think that this would have been a much better production film if they had choreographed all this bullshit and really made it look like. I'm impressed that they could take, like, footage that looks like shot from a real game, like the crowd and stuff. And, and put then, it in. Yeah, and have these guy actors and their uh, soccer ringers go on the field when they have the opportunity to reshoot there and then uh you know combine the two so it looks real right like it looks seamless it's pretty good Heads. yeah because they have Heads. their extras on the close-up shots yeah right this is what i mean by mtv this you count the seconds between shots it's not more well, than three it... seconds one two three one two three you know like a four or, okay, well, Pele, okay, Pele gets but more I see your point, but I'm just saying that this is a MTV, this is a sports segment. Right. They are not MTV throughout this film, but. It's very flimsily put together. Like, they, they have footage from different scenes and different stuff, yeah. and they want to make it, make it seamless. So, you know, it's got, I think it's probably the best part of the movie. Whoa. This is what I paid to see, soccer. I paid to see right. soccer. Now, they really broke the rule. We should have been seeing a lot, a lot, a lot of soccer in the beginning of Act 2. The movie poster moment. Maybe some, something that says, wow, I can't believe I'm watching this on the big screen. Like, this soccer. Like, for instance, like, like, Jimmy does get a chance. Like, some guy breaks his leg. So, we in the beginning of Act 2, you get him in there. You know, it's he's on the team now. He's going to play. And then you start the benching stuff. That way you can get that scene in there and have a really choreographed soccer challenge. Get the goal! You know, a big moment of... Well, everyone has a moment in this movie. 
Like I can't believe this, these are the actors. Like this, Mario Van Peoples playing. Oh, here he is. He's like this fire is, him, fire him. You fire him yourself, Brock. No, we love this guy. He's not an egotist. We all think he's a good guy. He also wrote this. Are you okay, play. Coach? Because it looks like he's leaning. Yeah. Well, you know, someone has to hold up this movie. Brock is gonna kiss him. Look at that. Oh no, they've they had a spat. They had a Oh good. So the movie's almost over because we have 90 seconds left in the game. <laughs> that's another thing about that's another thing about like American football. They'll say like 90 seconds, and someone like myself who hates sports will be like, Oh, thank God. Oh, timeout. We'll be back after this. Da 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 da. You know, and then they'll come back. That's NBA on NBC theme song I just sang. But you know what I mean? Like, wait a minute. Does basketball out. have they, breaks they, for commercials? They, they do. do. Breaks for commercials. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Goal! Haley's watching from home. Yeah, it's on he channel can, three. It's on channel three, right? It's, yeah. And eight, he, you know, he did not. He had rabbit ears. He had antennas. Come on. This is like, you know, the world loves to watch American soccer. <laughs> We're a joke to the world. <laughs> I went to a Yankees game with a bunch of Israelis from my job, and they were laughing at the game, you know, because they love soccer. And right. they were saying, like, this isn't a sport, it's a game. And they were saying, like, they were watching how they throw it around. You know, it goes around the bases, and they're like, "That's so everyone gets a chance to touch the ball." <laughs> you know, because the pitcher's like, "Wind up, pitch, break, 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 wind up, pitch." You know, it was so slow right. paced to them. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I guess like if you're a fan of soccer, football, and uh, like basketball. It's it's really high pace. So then when you yeah. sit, you know, don't get so me started. My idea is called fastball. What it is is it's an arena baseball. It's indoors. You don't have a pitcher. You have a pitching machine. It pitches you four strikes. If then those are your strikes. You know, people will be hitting. You know, professional baseball players. And there's no home run. It's a wall, and there's a ceiling. So you're going around the bit, you hit that ball and you got right. to hustle your ass. They're going to throw, you know, bouncing off the wall and fastball and girls can play. Girls can play. <laughs> wow. Hey, you really thought this out then. You're right on that, buddy. Yeah. Now we have the strike, the revolt, the boycott, the, the, the revolution. I am Spartacus. Yeah. Hey, number eight, I want you to replace that kid. Uh, I'm number six, first of all, and second of all, no way. <laughs> number eight, I want you. The, I, I'm number six, first of all. <laughs> Who stole the cookie from the cookie jar? Number me. six. There is a movie. Right. Me. Who got me? <laughs> then who? Eight number stole the cookie. Well, number eight sold the cookie from the cookie jar. Well, first of all, I'm six. And second of all, <laughs> number seven. Oh, wait. So this is we. All right. Looks like they, the team blackmailed them all. Yeah, they did. Now, Mario Van Peoples, I don't know. Did they have a, know they had a gem? They might not have known for um, 
Well, you know, he worked. Or he acted Penelope a lot. Ann Miller. He, he he was in a lot of movies in the eighties. Yeah, right. You mentioned the, the Jaws three D and the the person. Well, Heartbreak Hotel, Heartbreak Ridge is that what it's called? That's yeah, the, Clint Eastwood. Right. That was a pretty high profile movie. He's in this movie the same year. I don't know. Yeah, and no one re- no one remembers this movie. Commercial break. Some contingent of soccer fans who really do. Look at that. You're flying from Newark Airport. You can, <laughs> right? Yeah, I could taste the warm beer already. Thanks warm. for the job, Mr. Miss. Congratulations, Mr. Vinny. Welcome aboard. He says, well, a- hey, does that rich kid have anything to do with it? Well, there's actually, a rumor yeah. going around. Yeah. And so is he pissed or is he happy? He's, He's happy because this film is immature. I would be pissed. He's doing charity again. I would misinterpret it. All these characters, including our hero, are two-dimensional characters. You know, they all love our hero. They're all like, our hero's great. Look, the hero's going in there. Yeah. That's pandemonium. In New Jersey, you would be dead by that point. The crowd would crush you. Yay, Jimmy. The crowd would crush you. Hey, so he's like, what, I love you? And Thanks, love man. Thanks, man. Thanks for everything. Hey, I'm not pissed that you told him I have a job for life. Because it's not charity. But whatever. Who did he just what do shake I know? hands with? Who did he just shake hands with? I, the, the other person at the table. I don't know. I've never oh, been to Medieval Times. I don't know how it works. <laughs> They're sitting at a Medieval Times table. Oh, he's, the ki- he's the king's hand. When did Tab? Tab was around yeah. in the 80s. Tab, yeah. Yeah. With the, we had the, we just saw it, it, and that's why you said I didn't know. But it was like light pink, like it was faded out, and it had the yellow stripes in in the. Remember, they would never take your cash for it. For what? Tab. <laughs> They would always put it on your tab. You know, this one place, my credit was so bad they wouldn't take my cash. Uh huh. I didn't write that joke. That's a good joke. Oh, you didn't write that joke. No. My credit's so bad here, honey. They won't take cash. It might have been Rodney. I'd, I've heard it before. Wow, this movie's just grinds so halt, right? It's like, well, finally we get to soccer. Like, we, we shouldn't watch this in the beginning. I guess. Now, here comes our big finale, though. Slow motion. It, right. He did the oh, head move. No. I'm sorry. Our big finale is going to be the bicycle. Kick. Tab, Tab. I doubt that's product placement. I don't know. This was a major motion picture. Well, no. At the end of the movie, they do say we want to thank, and they they list the, the product placements, and it includes Coca Cola and members only. Uh-huh. Did you see any of the characters wearing a members only jacket in 1986? The company gave it to them. What is like a loaner member? Look at that TV camera. Yeah. Boy, that's yesteryear. You see how big it was, man? It's It's got its own location in the stadium. 500 pounds. Yeah, it's bolted down. Whoa. Whoa. And you see, why do that? That's not our star. Well, it's still a little stuff. No, but it's the other team, you see. Oh. But okay, well, okay. You got to remember the Titans. <laughs> Are they teenagers? Uh, Teen Titans? Teen Titans? 
Yeah, it's all good. Song go. I used to know that song. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this is our hero, our other hero. What is this film ending already? I want to see no, the we, bicycle kick. It's time. It's do. It's it's ending. It's not ending. Like I actually paid to see the the soccer game, so like I'm. I should be excited that we finally got to like okay. cameras on the field. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Good luck, asshole. Okay, I was going to kick. This it. is remember he's retiring. This is his last day. So they're like, you kick it. Oh, I got you. Oh, because he had a substitute kicker ready. And goal! Yes, his final. That's right. Uh, give it up. It's final day. So uh, you play Jose in this movie. Can you tell us what Hot Shot is about? Yeah, it's about Jose and his friends who are on a soccer team and how he, on the final day, he gets one last goal. Oh, no, we got another two minutes. Yeah. Are you, are you Jose? Yes, and these are my pussycats. Jose and the pussycats? Jose. That's got to have been done, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Jose and the pussycats. I guess I'll do that accent over Jose, so I'll remember. Uh huh. Josie <laughs> and the pussycat. Wow, the pussycat. This game is so good. The security guard. Yeah, he was so happy. Yeah. He got more airtime than Penelope Ann Miller. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Did you notice that? That was the scene she was in, and now she's gone. He went on a date. Is what happened. And he explained how soccer works. Right. He mansplained. All right, Actually, I'm lifting that from something I read on the internet. Okay. It is true. But he's, there, he's explaining it to the audience. Here it comes, Mike. Mike. Here it comes. Bicycle kick. And... Kick! Kick! Goal! Goal! Don't they know it's annoying? Can't they just say go a little while? I love, I love it. Going for a minute. Does anyone notice he's ripping off Santos? <laughs> I guess, yes. They would all have to know that because Santos was the biggest bicycle kicker. Yeah. But I mean, we got Tam. Oh, Tam! And what is Tam he eating a loaf of bread? Did you see that? Oh, that was, he shook his the hand of his father. Oh, loaf I got you. But look how proud Paley is. He's crying. Yeah. Where's the Where's the girls, Paley? How come you don't have a wife? Well, so why you? I mean, he's standing crying in the team. Well, what have you? T trophy. He, Vinny, you get the trophy too. We got the Winston Cup. No, no, no. We didn't get. Oh, we got the Stanley Cup. cup. No, 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 not the Stanley Cup. Not the Stanley Cup. We got a McDonald's Return of the Jedi commemorative cup. We got the Holy Grail. No, no, no. It's no. Yeah. the Stanley Cup. No. <laughs> we got the Athletic Cup. No, no, no. That's support. They're still lifting him up. <laughs> yeah. Give me my wheelchair. 
we're New, drunk New Jersey guys in a and Meadowlands. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Oh. oh, I thought that freeze frame at the movie was over. Oh, uh, not you don't you don't get out that easy, Mike. <laughs> he, he he's still hitchhiking, dude. You you can rent a car or something. Right, he's this is bananas. Right, a bananas. Thanks, buddy. Oh right, yeah, look, I'm gonna climb all over your truck. Listen, I suggest you do grow bananas. It's much better than these yucky plantains. <laughs> plantains, I like plantains. You do? Yeah, you, you probably like them cooked, like prepared. You don't well, eat you, them. No, you gotta cook them. You gotta bake them or fry, deep fry them or. Uh, Come saute them or something, you know. If you eat it like a banana, like you're oh, not going to go too long. Like you'll you have a little, but Carl, Carl, the movie's over. Thank God. We go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Hot Shot. Hot Shot, singular, singular, over compound, 1989 uh, movie. Carl, what do you think of the movie? Well, um, I thought that. Pele's performance was, you know, in terms of playing soccer, was something to see. And, uh, you know, I think it's an immature film. But I was also really liked it because this was the film debut of uh, the set decorator. She'd go on to do 13 more films, Betty Klompas. This was her first film, the set director, and uh, she screwed up that Pele sign. I think this movie is terrible. <laughs> I I'm going to say I really like this movie. As bad movies go, this is a good bad movie. The acting is wooden. Look, Brazilian nut. Oh no, Brazil unit. Uh, I I do think like uh, the acting is wooden. The storyline is ridiculous. The flashback setup. He's a rich, spoiled little kid. He's like Bruce yeah. Wayne, and he goes over. He steals this guy's moves. Doesn't credit him. And at the end, he's a winner. So good, God bless. Uh, but <laughs> it's also just great to see, like, just they've made a movie off uh, the popularity of uh, European football. So, uh, and I, may I never say European football again? Yeah, because it's it's really not European. It is worldwide. It is worldwide, right? That's what we used to say to compare it to from American football, right? Like hand egg. American cricket is what happens when you bomb at the open mic. <laughs> right, there's a lot of American crickets. So in the pandemic, we were in the back of the reserve club. Remember, you showed up on Zoom one night. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So when you when you had a joke that bombed, you did literally hear crickets. Uh, that's great. Oh, that's really. Yeah, I had a, a dream that it was I was in the world of Zootopia. Remember the movie Zootopia, where all the yeah. animals lived, and I went into a cricket comedy club. Really? And during, yeah, and I sat in the audience. And during uh, in between their acts, I would go, loud noise. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> loud noise. You like, like that, crickets? I remember he go. He went up to the bar, and the bartender was like, "We've got a drink named after you." And he goes, "I'm I'm a cricket. I'm not a grasshopper. I'm a cricket. That joke doesn't work for me." Insect, insectist. Oh, here's the, the movie. So we have the music. We have William Orbit. We have uh, Luke Harvest sing a lot. Moving Up is a horrible song. It was like the Ooh, big Coco song. Tea. 
The best is yet to come. Stand back and you'll just see where I'm coming from. There's no easy road to, road to choose. You either win the game or lose. The New Jersey Sports and Exposition Authority got thanked. That's probably Giant Stadium, yeah. Yeah. All right, wow. We made it through. Hot shot. Congratulate us. Hey, all right. Wow. All right. Well, we are very excited. We are going to be back next week, next Sunday at 2 p.m. on Mini Radio, or as we are right now. Our podcast will drop Sunday night on L-W-A-L-F-M-O-Y-T. What, what, what did you? I said that our podcast will come we'll drop out every L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And we also have our YouTube channel, which we subscribe and you'll get notified. So we are really excited. Next week, we have a new movie. We do this every week. And Carl, the movie next week is Aladdin. Aladdin. A live action 1980s film uh, starring one of our favorites, Bud Spencer. And it's also oh. produced by one of our favorite movie studios, uh, Canon Films, who did Going Bananas. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm way into it, dude. So let me see if we can find a trailer for it. I'm using my handy PlayStation 4. Oh, I've misspelled it. Aladdin. It's probably A-L-A-D-D-I-N. Al-Ad. In. Carl, I'm going to type in a year and see if it pops up for me. Okay. So the Latin space one nine. I have to see seven ninety two. Aladdin. I think it's eighty nine. See what I got. Nineteen ninety two. Okay, let's look at that. Well, now maybe, that's the animated, yeah. Right. Aladdin, nineteen eighty nine. I don't, I don't see it. Well, what's his name? Bud Spencer. Yeah. Bud Spencer. Okay, Aladdin, nineteen eighty six. Okay. And the the trailer this. It, there's Bud Spencer official. Ooh, well, let's do it. Okay, so search for Aladdin Bud Spencer and just scroll down. You'll, well, you'll find the movies right away, but the trailer we like is Bud Spencer official. I'm hitting, I'm hitting the link. I'm pressing pause and sliding back to zero zero zero. Okay, just tell us when we'll play it. Okay, are you doing the sound? I have I have the sound blasting right now. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. So it's the Latin with one D. Okay. And then uh, I'm learning. There's the lamp. Wait, there's a lamp. There's a lamp in the Latin. Hey, look, there's a fat guy in the lamp. Man, I'm so glad to get out of that lamp. P U. Bud Spencer. I farted in that lamp. It's a big mistake. Okay, my first wish is to fly over a bridge. Hey, wait, is this in English, Carl? Honk. Uh, 
Well, maybe the trailer's not. What? It's German. Wait a minute, it's Munchies again. He's Munchie. <laughs> That's right, flying car. Yeah, basketball game. That's some Teen Wolf action right there. Whoa. Whoa. Dogs go mad. How many people are in that room? Make the dogs just turn into puppies. Oh, Oh, you can't have Aladdin without a rug. But you got to have a magic carpet ride. Man, Wait, you would absolutely fall. You, when did they have the window open in the boardroom? <laughs> That's right. You can't even open those windows, right? Yeah, let alone fit like a flying carpet through there. This isn't the 40s. Oh, right. This is right before... Uh, Cops are just randomly shooting their guns and... Hitting cigars. <laughs> Cop just shoots his gun off in town. Oh, he's Remember flying we, on stage. We saw that in Night of the Juggler. That's right. Choppers! Get that Aladdin! You know who I thought was uh, his his monkey was pretty good. Aladdin's monkey. He doesn't you know, have a monkey. I never watched an. I don't care about that. I never saw Robin Williams. I, I we had hit the age where it would be embarrassing to go, and I actually did go, and I was embarrassed. <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that is Bud Spencer Aladdin One D from nineteen eighty six in German. In German, we'll be watching that next week. Hopefully, they'll be in English. If not, we'll be watching it next week. So we'd love to see you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, our YouTube fans. Thank you, our Muni Radio fans. Thank you, our podcast listeners, fans. We will see you next week. Later. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more. This is Carl, uh, I, I, Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and maize champagne tickles my nose. I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on you. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual and we hope you apply from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm for more details.
Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer is simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian Haight-Ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff! You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal! Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton contessa. 
and check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for the Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for <laughs> is in duty this. 
And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for Everyday Conversations on Race with Everyday People. With Simma Lieberman, Everyday People, talking about race every week. Different everyday people talking about race. On Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's spiritual psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate, it'll heal ya. Then, at noon, stick around, Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view, talking about all things from his perspective. Then, on Thursdays, from 8 to 10, It's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also the IC Podcast. That's the Imprint City Podcast coming soon. MutinyRadio.fm. New shows. You can have one too. Contact director at MutinyRadio.fm to find out more details. Check us out at mutinyradio.fm. Radio Soul Sausage on I'm your host Frosty Nugs. My co-host Sean Lamar. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing fantastic. Just wonderful. Good to hear. Good to hear. Late night Monday. Fucking Monday. How was your week? Fucking awesome, always. Yeah. Great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yo. 
Cable. I think they'll lose on my cable. We'll get it. You should probably stop touching it. Nah, it's making it worse. But anyway, back to the action here. Bringing in a whole new level. SoulSausage.com. SoulSausage is on there. We're going to keep rolling with the music right away, folks. <coughs> Bring you a Soul Sausage Presents artist. This is uh, some vintage shit, some live shit. Back in the day, I think it was about 2006, this is the Sidecar Bar Band. Your mom loves it.
Fine right there. That's beautiful, right? Yeah, play the record collection here. Okay, here. With the record collection here at Mutiny Radio. We're having a little mic cable difficulty. Apologize for that. Uh, 
part of the culture rocks. Part of the upbringing of Muni Radio. Rock, baby. We need some new equipment. It's true. Yeah, culture rocks. Uh, it was also featuring Joseph Hill. Uh, a classic. True classic. So, uh, so Lamar, what about those Super Bowl Seahawks? What do you think? The Seahawks. What do I think? Uh. Fuck the Seahawks. That's what I say. <laughs> That's what everyone in San Francisco is saying. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, it was their first Super Bowl ever. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Who you gives know? a shit? No, fuck who that. Shit? Whatever. Fuck Seattle. I don't know. Um, I'm a New York Giant fan, so. Yeah, Although whatever. it was played in uh, our hometown stadium. 49ers. The, uh, I like to say the Meadowlands. I think it's called Rocks. MetLife Stadium. Not sure. 49ers. Who cares? Yeah, really though, cause uh, I, I don't know, whatever. Life size is death. I guess it. Was, I guess it's. I guess it was good to wake up in Seattle this morning. I guess, right? Yeah, I don't think they ever went to sleep, to be honest with you. But I saw the news, and those motherfuckers were partying. Did they party? Did they? Party. Did they like? Did they like Giants party? Nah, like they, they fucking. Did they like riot in the they streets like and shit? Bill Gates partied it or some shit up in there. See how uh, Paul Allen party. pussy ass shit. Cause you know like Philadelphia when they, when they party they like man partied it. They burn the city down and shit. <laughs> That's true. Philadelphia That's what I'm is saying. Is that, they is get that, crazy over there. Is Seattle? Are they? Are they? Are they about that life? Is that how you say that? About that life? Are they? Are they? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. Let's pull up some. I've been to Seattle a couple times. It's pretty mellow. Never been to Seattle. It's pretty chill. They just legalized marijuana last year. I think it just took effect. My first time on the West Coast. How do you like the West Coast? Uh, So far, I love it. Bringing it live, West Coast. Great. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? uh, I feel like I'm from here. It's a nice flavor. Yeah, most people thought I was from here, actually. Born and raised in New York City. Everyone thought I was from California. Everyone in California know I ain't from here. You know what I mean? Nope. Where are you from, Solomon? From Alabama. Alabama. Montgomery, Alabama. Roll Tide? You Roll Tide? Uh, I'm more ego, but uh, yeah, Roll Tide, something, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm 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 a uh, I'm a War Eagle Auburn fan, not an Alabama fan. Auburn. Was that Tigers? Yeah, Auburn Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> Bringing it. Scarface. Everybody knows this. Tupac. Smile. Thought slowly upon phrases I run, and I can walk through the days that are done. I often wish that I could save everyone, but I'm a dreamer. Have you ever seen a nigga who was strong in the game? Overlooking his tomorrows, and it finally came. Look back on childhood for a reason, I'm still feeling Turning circles in my life, grade, dealing cocaine. Too many houses in my local life, survived the strain, and a man without a focus. 
records like you drive me insane Stuck inside a ghetto fantasy Hoping it change But when I focus on reality We broken and chained Had a dream of living wealthy And making it big Over football Chose to cook raw And taking it dig And after all my mama's thanking God For blessing a child All my mama got to do now Is collecting and smile Smile, smile. Speeds and unanswered questions keep us all stressed. A curious G backstab and bleeding, crooked thoughts laced with weed. Learning, ducking straight shots, bullets be hot, they burning. Inhale the sherm smoke, visualize the flames. Well, I've been smothered by my own pain. Strange whispers, cowards conversate so quick to distance. Taking pictures for the feds and desperate hopes they get us. Hit us all, give us plenty centuries. Forgive my sins since I ended many penitentiaries. The best revenge is fuck friends. We military minded soldiers, busting shots blindly, trying to find Jehovah to help me. Somebody save me. Lost and crazy, scared to drop a seed, hoping I ain't curse my babies. Maybe now niggas feel me now, pitching my pain. Embrace my words, make the world change. And still I smell, niggas. And now a moment of silence. Let us pray. And as you journey into outer space, may the angels help you lead the way. May the prayers that our families make shine upon your soul and keep you safe. And all the homies that have passed away, they there to greet you as you pass the gates. And as you head to the tunnel's light, I hope it leads to eternal life. We save a prayer for the homie pop. In honor of Super Bowl Sunday, a little you too.
just don't.